and give me a clap now. Thank you. That was a shit clap. That was a shap. A shap. A shap. That's not a word. Let's never use that word again. So, it's been a while. It has been a while. First episode was a moderate success, I suppose. Yes, moderate success. We had um, listeners from all around the globe. Is that so? Well, we had listeners from the United Kingdom. We had listeners from the United States of America. And we had a listener in Canada. A single listener in Canada. A single listener. Yes, it was you. (laughs) (laughs) So I did the maths on the YouTube video. Um, Because it tells you how much total watch time you had. Yes. Versus how much views. And given the total watch time I calculated, or hang on, do you want to know how many people watched the video to the end? Probably four and three of them are me. It was six, I think. Because most people I've spoken to have either kind of dotted around it, because it's quite quite long and there's nothing visual, it's got to be something podcasts are things that people kind of do in the background unless they're intently interested in the people. So, I suppose that's true. Uh, from people I've spoken to, they just, they'll listen to um, the, you know, they'll listen to the start, they'll dot around, they'll listen to the end. Only a few people have listened all the way through. At least people I've spoken to anyway. Hmm. Oh well. Um, would you like to go over some feedback? Do we have feedback? We have what well, we we have feedback, not necessarily in the comments, but from you know pe- people talking to me about it. Sure, hit me. Um, a lot of people thought you sounded like a ten-year-old girl. That doesn't surprise me. Didn't surprise me. I told them yes, we were aware of that going in. You made a joke about it in the podcast. Did I? That must be why they all said such a consistent response. Mm-hmm. Um, the new the new um, I was recording it with a friend in Canada and they thought my friend in Canada was a girl. Was Canadian? Was, yeah. was a girl. That's... Oh, well. Not until we introduced ourselves were they certain that you were in fact a male. I can do this voice if you want. Would that be better? Please. Uh, maybe for the listeners, but can can you do that in like post? Because it will really put me off. No, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> It's hell in my voice. So, um, feedback was more or less positive, actually. Uh, people people enjoyed it. People thought that, you know, especially uh, one friend specifically, he, he looked through the show notes before he, right at the beginning, and the second mm-hmm. they saw Overwatch in the show notes, he was just, he was hooked and he listened to the whole thing just because he was so happy we were speaking about Overwatch. And then he was really disappointed by that terrible, terrible segment. Yes. <laughs> well, he, he actually never got back to me. Um, I'm seeing him tomorrow, though, so uh, maybe he'll have something to say. I do have a follow-up on that. The, the, the sets, the Overwatch Lego sets, got leaked the other day by Target. They look pretty cool. That's it. That's the follow-up. <laughs> Transition! <laughs> so... I have had somewhat of a mass appreciation for horror throughout my um I, I am well aware. My time enjoying the film. And recently I I heard there was a big film came out. A big film did come out to do with the festive season of Halloween. 
and the film was called Halloween. Halloween. A sequel to the 1978 film Halloween. This is this is a trend that really annoys me in all media is oh we're doing a sequel but it's sort of a soft reboot. Ah, just call it the same thing again. They did it with Halloween. They did it with most of the horror films, right? They just call it the same thing again. I think Halloween's the first one that's ever done it. Didn't they do that with Predator as well? No, yes. Yes, they did. Yes. They did it, and it's especially prevalent in games too. They did it with Tomb Raider, that it would God of War. But that was like, that wasn't a soft reboot, that was just a reboot. That's true, it was just a reboot. God of War wasn't a reboot though. What? It wasn't. It wasn't the latest God of War called something else? Like God of no, it was called God of War. What were the other ones called? Two and three? God of War 1, 2 and 3, yeah. I used to assume the new one was called God of War 4, I don't know, I wasn't thinking no, about it. No, it goes God of War, God of War 2, God of War 3, God of War. Well, Halloween... It's really annoying! Halloween goes Halloween, Halloween 2, Halloween 3, The Season of the Witch, Halloween 4, The Return of Michael Myers, Halloween 5, The Revenge of Michael Myers, Halloween 6, The Curse of Michael Myers... Halloween H2, Halloween Resurrection, then we get the two Shet Rob Zombie reboots of Halloween and Halloween 2, and then we get Halloween. So not complicated at all. Not complicated at all, and they're different timelines. They're different timelines. Um, Anybody listening to this that has heard me rant about Halloween, you will be reciting what I'm about to say with me, because I've told you before. But you can watch now... Just Halloween the original, and then you can watch the new one in theaters that's in the cinema right now, and that's that's that timeline. Or you can watch Halloween one, Halloween two, Halloween H two, and Halloween Resurrection. That's another timeline. Or you can Halloween H two, like like just that Walter, like he's right. an army. That's what the whole fucking world thinks, including <laughs> including me, including me. But it's actually Halloween twenty years later. That's the full title. Because oh. it was the twentieth anniversary, that's why they made it. And now this new one oh, that's I came see. out, they're making because it's the fortieth anniversary. So they didn't call it Halloween H four O, you know. Uh. Um, and then the main timeline, which was kind of the original order, was Halloween, Halloween two, Halloween four, Halloween five, Halloween six, Halloween three. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter to anyone because Michael Myers is not in that fucking film. <laughs> There's like a bit. In the film where there's a guy at a bar and on the TV in the bar there is the trailer for the first Halloween film. What? The original plan for Halloween was that it was supposed to be like an anthology, like Black Mirror. Every film was supposed to be a new thing set around Halloween. It wasn't supposed to be the same guy in a white mask. It was a different different story every film. Except everyone liked Michael Myers, so the studio was like, just make more Michael Myers films. Yes, so there was contracted loopholes that made Halloween 2 happen with Michael Myers, and it was like, it's set on the same night. Like, the second the first one finishes, the new one starts, all the same Halloween night. Uh. Then, after that, John Carpenter, who's the creator, was like, right, okay, I want to do my actual proper vision now. I did your sequel, now let's do Halloween 3 be the Black Mirror anthology before Black Mirror is a thing that I was wanting to make. And he made it. And it's not an awful film, but it's called Halloween, and the thing that made Halloween famous, Michael Myers, was not in the film, so nobody liked it at the time. It is, it is weird, though, that the franchise is called Halloween and not called Michael Myers. What do you mean? Friday the 13th isn't called Jason Voorhees, Nightmare on Elm Street isn't called Freddy Krueger, you know? I suppose. So... 
you know... Alien is called alien, though. Yeah, well, that's just xenophobic to aliens. <laughs> so, you know, then after the third one, and nobody liking it at the time, the studio thought, shit, we, we, need, we need to do something. So then they brought him back for the fourth one, and it's like, he's been in a coma for 15 years <laughs> after the... After the hospital blew up at the end of the second, because at the end of the second one, spoiler alert for a you know thirty-eight year old movie or whatever, um, the hospital just blows up. Michael Myers burns to death, but no, he just he's like uh, Mustafa in Austin Powers, where he's like, I'm really badly burned. So, you know, Will Ferrell and Mike Michael Myers have a little crossover with I see with Mike Myers also being Austin Powers. Uh, well done. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And Buster Rhymes was in, uh, in Resurrection. He was good. Yeah, he's a trick or treat motherfucker. Is that a real person? Buster Rhymes. Yeah, he's a rapper. Oh, that's a terrible name. Yeah, I don't, I don't know much about rap. Um, I know that not many, very many people like Buster Rhymes. I just know that he was famous. And then in two thousand and two, they said, "Hey, let's put him in a Halloween film." And then that swiftly killed the franchise. Because it's it, back. I guess you should probably say what you think of the new film. It's amazing. It's oh, it's so good. It's just such a good piece of filmmaking. And you know, I've heard some people say that like other some like the hardcore. Just, oh my god, it's Halloween! I can never say anything bad about it. People are saying like it's you know it's one of the best films of the year, and. You know what? Including you. In, you said in, that. I, yeah. Yeah. Hold on. Hold, hold on to your horses here, folks. I agree with them. I thought it was a really good film. I really, really enjoyed it. Um, there's, there's one twist in the film that I didn't like. Like, I can't give this film 10 out of 10. I am seeing it again tonight, though. Um, But, like, I would give this film, like, a solid, you know, 8.5 because the twist was so bad that I can't give it a 9. But... You know, but you'd still call it one of the best films of the year. I've not seen many good films this year. You're remembering this is the same year when Infinity War came out, right? Yeah, well, that's the best film of the year. Um, <laughs> so, I'm, you know, and there's also things like Quiet Place and stuff, which is another really good horror film. But even like even the music in this film is just great. Like most people go, "Ah, oh, talking about music seriously." No, honestly, Halloween is known for having some of the best like music in any film ever made in terms of you know it's not Star Wars or Jurassic yeah, Park. Even I but, know the Halloween theme. Yeah, most people know the Halloween theme, right? And then that's also was composed by John Carpenter, who was the creator and director and everything. And finally, because he kind of got a little bit salty, I think, over the whole Michael Myers thing because he kind of took over the franchise that was supposed to just be an anthology. So they finally got him to come back to do the music for the new film, and I don't know how much money they paid him, but he put out some. Oh, the music in this film is so good. Oh, it's so oh, you could listen to it, man. It's oh, it, it, like it feels like you could put it into any Halloween film or any film, and you would like you would get the idea that something creepy or scary is about to happen. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed the film. There's no way in hell I'm ever gonna watch it. <laughs> Listener Kale's a big scaredy cat. As we have discussed on the last episode, I do not like horror films. So, so, so good. It's fine. I've had plenty of new games to tide me over this past Oh, God. Listener, I know I just went on a rant about uh, how great Halloween was. This episode is probably going to be predominantly video games because a lot of stuff has happened and I can only have input into maybe one quarter of that. 
Let's start off simple, because I just want to bitch about the new avatars for Xbox. Oh, right, okay. Maybe I can bitch about something as well then. Okay. So they're bad, right? I'm actually looking at my avatar right now. Well, you went the same route as me, and you've just kept the old one, I noticed. Until yesterday. Oh, you you finally caved and went for the new ones? Yeah. So... Uh, you know when you're kind of inactive on Xbox on the home screen or something, and then like your half, or like a third of your screen gets taken up just by like a big grey box, or whatever. And it's like your friends are playing this game, and like their avatars or gamer pictures pop up. Yeah. Well, it's been ha- it's been happening, and more and more of my friends have been just upgrading to the new avatar, probably just because they're dumb and it's new. And mm-hmm. like I say that, like you know, it's half an insult, but I went and fucking did it as well, so I'm no better. Yeah. Um and. I saw, and at first I hated it, I hated the new avatars, I thought everyone just looks so, all the guys. They look, they look like crap. Yeah. And the main thing that annoys me is they're way less customizable than the other, the old ones. They are, and the things that you spent real money on with Microsoft points back in the day don't transfer over as well. Nope. So, like, yeah, I, I upgraded just, I think, because everyone else was, for, for no proper reason I really need to add there's no real reason I did it there was no selling point to doing it I just kind of did it because everyone else did despite the fact that it doesn't make much of a difference because the old avatars work in exactly the same way they just yeah, you, look like they're from I'm, 360 I'm keeping my old avatar because I didn't really have much investment in my avatar it was just like a thing that I had but then when it switched to the new ones I was like oh I kind of I, I've had this avatar for so long I'm just kind of used to it and change feels weird yeah, I mean, when the Xbox One first came out, there was no avatars. Didn't avatars not come along until like 2015 or 2016 on the Xbox One? Oh, uh, no, it was way before that, because there was, like, Kingdom for Kathlings came out in, like, 2011 or something. No, I mean on the Xbox One. On the Xbox One? I'm not they weren't. Sure. They, they weren't at launch. They were... They were um, well, I did they were there when I got an Xbox, and I got an Xbox One about a year after launch. So, late 2014? Yeah. Right. Okay. Well, I, I I agree with you because I I I was I avatars were like they meant something in the three sixty. I think most people kind of had some kind of weird tie to their avatar. They liked their avatar. You know, every couple of months you'd go and piss around with it. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, that's because there was a bunch of games that used your avatar. Yeah. Then I think the Xbox One actually did have a launch title for uh, Xbox avatars, and it was like Doritos Crash Course Two. So that, no, that was a 360 game. Are you sure? I thought it was a launch. Sure. I thought it was a launch indie game. I don't, on the Xbox One. You you just said that they didn't have avatars in yeah, Xbox One yeah. launch. How could there be a launch game right. with avatars? Right. No, I meant like they didn't play a part in your profile. It would be like they're still on your account somewhere, but they weren't something that could ever be displayed on your Xbox screen. You would need to go onto a game or something. Maybe I'm wrong. It's 360, but I I something in my head says that was just the Xbox One launch free game. I'm fairly sure there wasn't any Xbox One Avatar games, not that I can think of. Well, anyway, like I say, I agree with you that the upgrade was stupid and that, you know, I didn't really care about my Avatar on Xbox One because there was nothing really there because they hadn't been around. But then when this new one came out and I didn't like it, I was like, you know, I know I have an attachment to my old to my old Avatar. I, you know, fuck you, seven years old, this account, I'm not upgrading. And, and then you did it anyway. You know right. you can go back, right? Yes, no, yeah, yes, you can go back. So what I was going to say was that I'm just kind of trying it out. I'm not 
you're bitching about it, I kind of, despite the fact I'm trying it out, I'm also bitching about it. I, I probably will go back to my old avatar because of, you know, nostalgia and investment and stuff and, like, you know, the outfits, man, the outfits. I have a Kiss t-shirt. I really don't know why they decided to update avatars after all this time. It's really random it was and out of nowhere. It was a move for inclusion because you could have, you know, if you were in a wheelchair or you have a prosthetic, new avatars can have that. And they thought, let's just make a whole new avatar system instead of just updating our current avatar system that we've not done anything with since like 2012. The, the old avatars have a sort of like cutesiness to them that I quite like and the new ones they look kind of creepy like they have these weird bulging eyes that kind of freak me out yeah I mean as you're saying it when we're talking about how like a big portion of your screen gets taken up by your avatars when you're idle it's exactly what's on my screen right now and the avatars are looking at me and they're like you know smiling and saluting and you know whatever their movements have been programmed to do they're kind of terrifying they kind of remind me of like Chucky or something. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Yeah, like so, some of the people that made their avatars look a little bit fat. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, you're right. But I think that the kind of chrome prosthetic arms you can get, you know how they remind me of people with those arms? I think, like, Jesus, you're the Silver Surfer from Fantastic Four. <laughs> like, that's what oh, it, man, what a memory. That's, that's what it looks like. I was like, I know this arm. Not even the face, just the arm. Uh, yeah, new avatars are dumb. That's that segment. Boycott new avatars. Boycott new avatars, indeed. So, a bunch of new games launched. A bunch of new games did launch. I don't know if you want to talk to me about Assassin's Creed Odyssey. <laughs> If you're curious, I made a video that I on the ending, which I really didn't like. But we won't go into spoilers here. We won't go into spoilers here. Click, 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 kills by doing the link. I will say I was very um, angry in that video. And I was very angry, down, listener. And I would still give the game like a solid 4.5 out of 5. Like, I really liked it. But the, the ending, ending it for the me. ending at the time, listener, as click, click, click the link in the description will show, he was so annoyed. I, 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 I was watching it too. Like, like, I was watching being like, Jesus Christ, like, this is just the ending of the game and it's affected you that much? You know what? It affected me so much just because of how much time I put into the game before that. Like, that was about 80 hours in. Mm-hmm. And it suddenly is like, oh, you just... This is just dumb. Like, I won't go spoilers. And I should also say, it's not like... It's like the second end of the game. It's it's There's like the end of the main story, which is nice, and I like the end of the main story, and then there's the end of the modern day story, and that's the one I don't like. Right, okay, yeah. Yes, yeah, so I'm, I'm thinking about what you're talking about, and I'm like, wait, yeah, no, I know what you're referring to, yeah. I should yeah. note, um, I've not played Assassin's Creed Odyssey, I have really not properly played an Assassin's Creed game since Unity. Even then, I'm not. I still haven't finished that. Uh, I bought Rogue. I you played Syndicate. I, yeah, right. I was getting onto that. I did play Syndicate because it was free on Xbox, and you know what? I enjoyed Syndicate. I never bought Origins. I have no interest. And then, given that I never had any interest in Origins, Odyssey did about the same as Origins did, getting me interested. 
Odyssey is significantly better than Origins. Kind of like how Unity and Syndicate look almost like the same game. I feel Origins and Odyssey also do kind of look like the same game. Gameplay-wise, like, yes, pretty much. But story-wise, Odyssey is significantly better. And I know that's ironic coming from me, but... (laughs) (laughs) Coming from the guy who hated the ending. Who made a five-minute video bitching about the ending. You you did a quick turn in that video, man. I heard you, like, one night... I was really pissed. One night you bitched about it the next day. Videos uploaded, guys. Here's my thoughts. (laughs) Listen, when I have the motivation, I can crank out a video. <laughs> but you know, it was it was a good video for for what it was. I mean, obviously, I hadn't played the game, so I couldn't relate, and I didn't care about spoilers. But um, I, I thought, okay, I could see your great. You know, welcome to being a Star Trek fan. I can't do an episode without mentioning Star Trek. But I mean, that's that's. <laughs> I did say that to Carla. Was like, oh, that annoyingness because it makes it seem really impractical for the future of the Assassin's Creed. Because this game is a prequel, and the ending would kind of maybe affect every other game ever made, and mm-hmm. you know that's what it feels like being a Star Trek fan since two thousand and nine. <laughs> it's like oh uh, oh they're going back in time needlessly to kind of potentially fuck up shit that was fine. Yeah. Anyway, we're we're faffing around way too long talking about Assassin's Creed because the only game that anyone cares about at the moment is going to be Red Dead Redemption Two, which came out yesterday as we're recording. My friend sent me a meme, and it was like the one of Squidward looking out of his house down to SpongeBob and Patrick outside, and it's like when all your friends are playing Red Dead Redemption Two, but you've still got Assassin's Creed Odyssey to finish, and Squidward's wearing like a Roman hat, and Patrick and Squid, eh, Patrick and SpongeBob are wearing cowboy hats. So, he he he's he's still playing Odyssey, and I was like, "Isn't everyone done with Odyssey? Didn't everyone blast through it in like a week to you know just get on Red Dead Redemption Two the second it came out?" I had a friend that like we were playing Fortnite, then at midnight he was like, "Bye guys," and loaded up RD Redemption Two. <laughs> so I did get Red Dead Redemption Two. I'm assuming you didn't get it, and I have no idea if you're planning to get it. I have zero plans to get it. I have not watched a single... Actually, I've watched a couple of trailers to the game. I haven't watched any gameplay for the game. I just... I never played the first one, really, and I feel like... I just... I honestly feel like so much of the excitement for this game is built up around people who, at one point in their life, played the first one, and this is, like... This is the equivalent of Star Wars fans getting, you know, their The Force Awakens, which I can relate relate to that. The The hype for this game has been so ridiculous. As soon as the first trailer came out, there was people proclaiming it as the game of the year. So yeah, and I, but I kind of somehow I don't know. I was really able to stay away from that hype. I never got into the hype. I never really, I never cared really. Probably interesting. Never played the first. Yeah, well, this is it. I feel like, but I don't want to be so you definitive about it's only because I didn't play the first game because you know there's always going to be someone that's like I never played the first game and I was excited and shut up. Um. So, I, yeah, I never played the first game. I never even was interested in the first game. It's, the only thing that the trailers for this game have done have made me think, hmm, maybe I should go play the first game. But then I think, yeah, but that game's getting really old and I don't want to go back and play it for the first time now. You know what? It, I was, it holds up surprisingly well because it's the precursor to GTA V and it has the same combat system as GTA V, so it Did, does play quite I well. I thought it came out like really soon after uh, GTA IV. Well, that's how I picture Red Dead Redemption 2. No, there it was Redemption 2011, one. I think, it came out. When did, Red Dead Redemption. When did GTA 4 came out? GTA 4 was 2008, I think. 
Right, okay, I th yeah, those years are kind of lining off my head. That's that. I always picture, you know, it was GTA Four, then Red Dead, then GTA. When was LA Noir? LA Noir? I don't know where that fits in. Right, because um, I think that was after Red Dead Redemption, but before GTA Five. It was like, yeah, GTA Five was twenty thirteen, so I, it was um, it was definitely before that because I remember playing it. I think before Grand Theft Auto came out, GTA Five. So, yeah, I mean, I'm, I, just, I don't know. Did they make a remastered of the first one? Uh, no, they didn't. Right, see, maybe if they remastered it for Xbox One, did like a deal, you know, £25, get the whole game, all DLC, might buy it, might play it through, then maybe I would play the second one. Maybe, if I enjoyed the first one. But I've... Okay, well, I'll tell you right now, it's called Red Dead 2, but it's a prequel. It's a so prequel. I don't know why it's called Red Dead 2. <laughs> it's like Battlefield, but they were like Battlefield 4, Battlefield 1. Yeah. It's set about ten or so years before the first game. Is it the same character? Uh, no. The character from the first game is in it, but you don't play as him. Is it kind of like how uh, characters from GTA 4, like, they kind of have references in other games? Kind of. I would almost compare it more to Borderlands, the pre-sequel. Ah, yes. Where there's characters from the future games in it, but you don't play as them. They're just kind of there, and you're like, oh, you're going to yeah. be important one day. Yeah, exactly. So I'm about five or six hours into the game, and... Uh, you sound disappointed. I am a little bit disappointed. So, I'll say right off, it's clearly a good game. Yes, you can appreciate there's it. A, there's just a whole bunch of things about it that I don't particularly like. Like so, you care about? Like. There's things I don't like. Right. So, it's a very... They've clearly went for a very realistic thing, so there's a bunch of semi-survival-esque elements to it. So you have to, like, eat in order to keep your health up, and you have to feed your horse, and you have to brush your horse, and you have to keep your guns clean. And you can, you can fish, and you have to craft things, and you have to make sure you don't eat too much or you'll get fat, and you have to shave. And it's like, I just don't care. There's just all this extra crap this that is, I don't care This is about. why I don't like games like Dead Rising or uh, To the Blossomy of Others, Minecraft. I don't like eat upkeep. Don't like don't like, like having to continue. Like at least in Minecraft, that's the point of the game, though. Yeah, that is the point of the game. I suppose like, it is. I'm not, so, yeah. I'm not playing Red Dead Redemption in order to shave every morning. You're I'm pl playing Red Dead Redemption to be a badass cowboy. <laughs> that's what a lot of people were saying. They're playing Red Dead Two to be a cowboy, and um, you know, I I feel that's disappointing for you because there's a big. There's a big selling point of this game where you know, they've added so much stuff and like you could fit the first game into this game like two and a half times or something. And, like Oh, the map is massive. I've only explored a tiny fraction of yeah, it so far. And it's like there's there's so much stuff they've added, the game is so detailed, like even the something about It's so dense every shot. <laughs> You know, the, the horses and stuff, just, they've added so much detail, like every little thing in this game, there's so much well, the to do. the game looks incredible, mm -hmm. like, graphics-wise. And I think if you're disappointed, because they've added almost too much, the stuff you don't care about, they've kind of bloated the game a little bit with things like shaving and stuff, 
I like I really do sympathise because I have a really low threshold for that kind of shit. Like I'm like, oh, you want me to fucking you know feed the horse? I'm fucking done. I, I don't want to do that. I don't, I don't want to do that shit. It's like the horse is going to kick me off if I get too close to a wolf. Oh, really? Uh, Stop being a pussy, you fucking dumb horse. And you've seen the kind of shit you can do with a horse in Assassin's Creed? I know. Ezio's horse didn't give a fuck. You know what? As I was playing it, I was thinking about Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Because Assassin's Creed Odyssey has a massive map where you ride around on a horse. But in Assassin's Creed Odyssey, you don't have to feed the horse. You don't have to brush the horse when it gets dirty. You don't have to worry about any of this crap, and it's so much more fun because of it. What happens if the horse and gets dirty? I know that must be heresy to anyone that I'm comparing Red Dead Redemption to Assassin's Creed, but... What 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 does brushing the horse do? Sorry. Oh, if your horse gets too dirty, then its, her- it's health degrades faster. Fuck off. <laughs> This is what I mean. It's and if your guns aren't c- consistently cleaned, then they become less efficient. I get the realism there. Like the old west cowboys this is the kind of shit the cowboys had to do back in the eighteen hundreds with uh, Doc Brown and Martin McFly. I get it, but I don't give a shit. No, neither do I. And it's not as if they're going for realism either, because you also have a handheld camera. Like, ah. <laughs> right, okay, any argument for realism went out the window. Exactly. Uh, I should note, I have not read any reviews for this game. As Kyle said, the game, by the time we were recording this, came out yesterday. Um, mm-hmm. was, and I, it's, I've not looked into it, I've not even asked friends what do they think of it. When I'm, speaking, I'm sure everyone loves it. When, like when, it's a new uh, Rockstar game, as, everyone always loves Rockstar as, as I'm speaking to Kyle, this is my first time having any feedback from anyone that's played the game. My friends list on Xbox right now is taking over with... Uh, actually, you know what? I was, I was going to say it's taking over with Red Dead. It's not so far. It's actually taking over with people playing Fortnite playing Black Ops, people playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey, and people playing... Only a couple of people playing Red Dead 2, and that's, for my friends, that's pretty balanced. Surprised, mm-hmm. like, I remember, you know, I suppose it still does happen here or there, but I remember when, like, Black Ops 2 came out, and a lot of people, my friends, were playing Assassin's Creed, or they were playing Halo, and just everyone was on Black Ops 2, entire friends, bottom, top to bottom. Black Ops 2 was the game you were playing in 2012, you know, before Halo 4. And it doesn't really happen anymore. Every, everybody's just kind of into different stuff now. Yeah. You know, like I, I'm playing. I'm play, I'm still playing Fortnite. <laughs> it does actually surprise me though. I did kind of expect that full friends list would be Red Dead. Yes. Okay. So did I. I knew. Given, I, I knew given I like wasn't the there, ridiculous but... hype that's been around the game. Yeah. Like I knew I and wasn't I getting say, it, but everyone else was. Before it sounds like I'm absolutely hating on it. There is things I like about the game so far. The story. Is very good, and the combat is fun, and riding around on your horse is fun, and it it looks amazing, and it's just all the little itty things that you have to worry about just make the game kind of intimidating, almost of like yeah. oh, I just can't be. It's almost like with all this stuff. It's almost like when you're playing a game, and you're like, oh, I need to log on to get my daily reward, even if you don't want to play. Yeah, you need to log on to get your yeah. daily reward, and it's like oh, gotta go on and brush the horse. Horses sure needs repaired. <laughs> you know, is that kind of what it's like. It's what I, mean, it... I don't think you have to repair their shoes, but see, seriously, you can, I know, right? You can brush them; they get scared and they jump off at a wolf. You you can take pictures, you can shave, but you can't 
change a horse's shoe may be one of the most basic things that even a complete, you know, dunce that doesn't understand cowboys would understand. I guess you would need to change a horse's shoe. What? I'm honestly surprised the game doesn't tell you to change your clothes every so often because people start thinking you're smelly for wearing the same clothes. Everyone was, that might happen. Everyone was smelly back then, though. That's true. Everyone, you had baths and that was it, and the baths were like public baths. There is one other thing. So the main character's name is Arthur, and that's such like an English butler name. It always makes me kind of chuckle every time you hear a cowboy say the name Arthur. That's that's kind of what I think when I watch the trailers for Aquaman. And the other thing is, um, so you're not playing as the character from the first game, you're playing as a new character. And so far, the game hasn't really sold me on him. Like, the first game, you've got John Marston. And immediately, you're like, I like John Marston. See, I've He's never, an interesting I, character. I've never played Red Dead, and even I am familiar with the name John Marston. He's, he's incredibly iconic, and it's because he's a great protagonist. This new guy, it's like, oh, he's just like a cowboy. He doesn't, he doesn't carry the game in the way that John Marston did, at least so far. I haven't been sold on him yet. Has anyone said yeehaw yet? I don't think so. Or they're making a cowboy game. Oh, Jesus Christ, Rockstar, Scottish company. Come on, yeehaw, more the yeehaw. Anyway, that's my my gripes with Red Dead's Redemption so far, <laughs> which it is disappointing because I love the first game. I love GTA Five. GTA Five has just... aged incredibly well. I played Grand Theft Auto Five, and I think honestly, this game came out you know last year. It's just it's all the extra things they've added, and it's just maybe you didn't have to bother. Yeah. If you if you removed. The having to clean guns, you think anyone would really care? Because all it is is like you have to go into the menu and you have to hold a button while your guy cleans a gun. Seriously, it's not even like a place you need to go to? No, it's just you can do it. You, you just bring out a cloth and you start wiping the gun. I, I would like to know. I would probably also get really annoyed if I had to go to a place to clean my gun, but I would still respect and understand what they were trying to do. But see, when they're just half-assing it oh. by going to a menu and press a button, what's the point? I completely forgot. So your character gets dirty as well, and you can go and you can have a bath, and you have to clean each part of your body yourself. Are there consequences for not doing it, though? Because I don't mind that. I don't know. I... The consequence is your character is covered in mud. Right, because, you know... When I I'm I I don't I don't mind things that are just optional. There's no consequences. Like in Assassin's Creed, you can go to a bar and get drunk. That's fine. You know, there's no consequences to doing it or not doing it. But when it's like the game's going to be affected if you don't do X, you know, your horse might die and you need to get a whole new horse. I, no, I don't. I don't want to do that. And that's what most of the things are. It's just. Uh, I will play again, but for now I actually. <laughs> of course, you're going to play it again. Yeah, because I bought it and it cost a fuckload of money. But for now, I stopped and I went back to playing For Honor again because. Yes, I know you've been playing For Honor. You know, actually, my friends list also has some For Honor players on it. I forgot to mention For Honor. I'm su- I'm surprised why so many people are playing For Honor. Like, I had fun with it, but I don't know. I- what what draws you to For Honor, Kyle? I'm interested. Um. 
don't know. I just, once you get into the combat system, it is surprisingly fun. The reason I've been playing it a lot recently is because the new DLC came out that added a bunch of new characters, See, and I actually bought it. You even got, like, the DLCs and stuff. I'm so surprised. For me, for our feels like one of those games that just it exists, you can play it, but, like, only people that are really into it are playing, and I just don't see you as one of those people. Though you are, because you bought the I DLC. Am. I I I am surprisingly into it. It's... You know what? I don't have a good answer for you. It's just something about it really draws me in. I am surprised that For Honor didn't take off because when you hear the concept of For Honor on paper, it's like, oh my god, that's a great concept. Yes. Samurai versus Vikings versus Knights. Oh my god, that's great. That's what every like 12-year-old kid thinks about as soon as they learn about history. It's like, uh, who would win in a fight between a Samurai and a Knight? Whilst most eight-year-olds learning about history, I immediately think of Brendan Fraser fighting The Rock. I don't. I've never seen that film. Moving on. <laughs> um, but yeah, just, yeah. I mean, for honor. I mean, I, I had fun playing it. I've still got it installed. I can play it right now, though I won't. Um, you know, I, I just I don't know. I'm so surprised that you're playing it. Honestly, it's. I don't know. I. I've been drawn in it. I have been trying to 100% it too, which is also why I've been playing quite a lot. Oh man, that's just, that's so much work. It's not that much work, it's just time. And it is fun, so I don't mind. I've been enjoying it. I would, The reason I was apprehensive of buying it in the first place is I picked up free with gold. And then we all. But, yeah, the reason I was apprehensive to buy it was just because I assumed that the, uh, the community around it would be just awful because any game that's skill based like that generally has just the most awful people playing it. It's like, oh my god, you're so quiet and you got the objective, you fucking asshole, you suck at this game, kill yourself. That's kind of what I, I was hope expecting. You bleep every swear word in this episode <laughs> out, Kyle, because this has been a very prof- profanity filled show. Has it? It doesn't seem that more than usual. I don't that know. one I can't bleep out because I was making a point. Yeah, no. That's... Didn't you get a message on Xbox Live? I did. That it was. It was a. It was a nice message. It was a bit of a nagging message. It was like <laughs> a backhanded compliment. It was a backhanded like compliment. He was shaking your place... hand and stabbing you at the same time. The comment was that my playstyle was so bad that it works. And didn't like? Didn't he say like that's not even meant as an insult? GG. Yeah, GG. Uh, I. I'm not sure. Like if the playstyle is bad and the but it works, then doesn't that mean doesn't that the playstyle is just good? It's not bad. Yeah, it's like yeah. How I picture it is like what I do, which is a bad playstyle. I just I run in and hit things. I don't. I'm a bit more advanced than that. Right, because like when he's saying it's so bad, like it works. That 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 literally means it's not bad if it works. Yeah, exactly. It's just different. Yeah. Anyway. I like For Honor. I I can see why you don't like it. It's just not your kind of game. It's all I don't like it. Of... I, I, I don't say I don't like it. It's just eh. I've still, I've still got it installed. I play it right now. I don't, I don't hate it. If I didn't like it, it would be uninstalled. I, I still think it's not your kind of game, though. That kind of um tactical combat. Combat. The combat system. It's just you're much more of a shooter person. I am much I more of a shooter person. Which, I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I also like shooters, I'm not one to judge. I've been playing um, some Star Wars Battlefront 2 again recently in preparation for 
Mr. General Grievous. He is being. I heard he was at. He was coming. He's coming on the thirtieth, but before General Halloween. Kenobi. I was gonna say General Kenobi, but then you might actually think I'm just making a meme, and it's Obi Wan that's being added. He's coming later with the. No. You know, it's really weird. Obi Wan's. Obi Wan's not in the game yet. He's not in the game yet. The only like, prequel people have in the game is like the prequel version of Yoda. Uh, Darth Maul. And there, Darth right? Darth Maul is in it, and everyone else I think is sequel or prequel. It's a sequel or um, is it original trilogy. Yeah. It's, it's prequel Yoda and Darth Maul, the only two prequel characters. So, with Star Wars Battlefront 2 coming out, or not coming out, they're adding to it, it's been out for a while, um, they're adding some new uh, content, they're adding, you know, the general, the good general, the Separatist armies uh, in a few days. Then they're adding Obi-Wan Kenobi with the Geonosis Galactic Assault map, I believe. Well, oh, I can't wait. Can't wait to see all the Geonosians. It'll remind me of what it felt like to play the original Battlefront 2. So, as much as I wish it was, like... Oh, no. I would love it if it was Clone Wars Obi-Wan. That is Clone Wars Obi-Wan. Like no, but, like... Oh, do you mean, like, the armor? Clone Wars animated series oh, right. Well, I mean, that, that's... But I that, know that they can be that, that because that, all the other ones have a realistic graphic style. That's their voice actor. They've got James Arnold Taylor doing the voice. Yeah, but I'm assuming it'll look like Ewan McGregor with a beard. Probably. And then they've all... You know who else they're adding? They're adding Anakin from Revenge of the Sith, and they're also adding, um... Count Dooku. And they're getting every, they're, but all the voice actors are the people that voice them in, them in the show. Like, I didn't know this, but see the person that voices General Grievous in the show? It's the mm-hmm. same person who voiced General Grievous in Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, I know that. I didn't. General Kenobi. I, <laughs> that's the name of the episode. Um, I know they got, um, I know for the, the Clone Wars film, they actually got Samuel Jackson, they got Ian McDermott, and they even got Christopher Lee back to do the voices mm-hmm. of who they played in the, in, in the films. But then for the for the TV show, they you know they, they brought in new actors that just sounded a lot like them. Which is fine. That's how most spin-offs go. That is how most spin-offs go. So there's no complaints there. But then just to see that they're, they're con- consistently bringing them back, you know, especially because well, they're good. So yeah, no, they're they're great. I mean, everyone knows the best thing that's about to happen to Star Wars is the Clone Wars coming back for a final season. <laughs> that's true. And it's gonna be the bit like. I don't care about the Mandalorian. I don't care about Star Wars Resistance. I don't care about Episode Nine for the moment. I care about Star Wars: The Clone Wars coming back. Like that's, it's gonna be great. It is one of the most exciting Star Wars news is to come in a while, which is weird because the majority of Star Wars fans probably don't care. I think I think most Star Wars fans do. Yeah, but most Star Wars fans are like forty though. So nah, 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 nah. I'm on. I'm on the. The Star Wars marketing thing quite quite often. I see. I get the field, you know. I've got a reasonably good sample size to watch and see what people think. Um, and from what I can see, some a lot. I think the community of you know diehards that are in the younger demographic, there are kind of split between whether they prefer Rebels or Clone Wars. So far, nobody's really talking about Resistance. Like yes, people were speaking about it, but nobody cares really. And it doesn't surprise me. Most people that do prefer. Clone Wars do have the more kind of oh rah rah Clone Wars kind of attitude, um, and people that prefer Rebels are just like I like Clone Wars, but Rebels had more stories. And I was like, but oh rah rah clones, you know, um, I I can't even deny it. I am very kind of I don't care if maybe the storytelling was done a little bit better in 
rebels are preferred with yeah they are different kinds of shows yeah they were they were put, they were put together to different them actually they were put yeah the same animation style same career it was they were put together quite differently in terms of their end because clone wars is more of an anthology story yeah and rebels is a consistent yeah week on week told like story, story. Yeah. yeah like you need to actually go online to find a timeline to watch the clone wars properly <laughs> you know it's ridiculous yeah. at least until season three when it becomes more chronological yeah after after season two they kind of they jumped on to make it a little bit more in line not completely though it, did, it does jump around a little bit there's just a little bit it's just more so there are three part story arcs within the same season yeah later on but at the start you know you could have two parts and then parts three and four will be three seasons later or they'll and do I'm say, yeah. I love the Clone Wars. It's not perfect. There is a bunch of episodes. The first two seasons are very, eh. Yeah, there's just, there's an episode kind of, of meandering with Jar Jar and, and Padme. That's oh, I hate it. There's there's a four part episode in like season five where it's all about the droids and it's boring as fuck. Oh, when they go to the planet, that's where they meet Gregor. Man, they meet Gregor, but they also have that. The entire episode is about four droids. Astromex. One of them, only only one of them can talk, and a tiny little robot, and a tiny little man. A tiny little man is inside. And it's so, and it's four episodes. Yeah. And it's so boring. Gregor doesn't show up until like halfway through part three. Yeah. I think, or is it just part four? I'm pretty sure it's part three. I can't remember. I haven't watched Clone Wars in a while. I'm just I'm so excited for the return. Anyway, there's plenty of other Star Wars news floating about. You want to talk about Mandalorian? Yeah, let's talk about Mandalorian. Uh, that, it looks interesting. Um, the picture showed absolutely nothing. It just showed a guy Mandalorian. in Mandalorian. It might have even been Mandalorian. Obviously, the implication is that it is. It's just a guy in Mandalorian armour. Um, I... Part of me wishes, I know it's not like, it's just, it will not be, there's no like a what if, it won't be. Part of me wants it to be a clone trooper. That would be nice. They get, they get, what's his face? Something, Tamora Morrison or whatever, he's a new Aquaman. He's, guy. he's still working, he's, he's Aquaman's dad in TCU. Um, and I would just, you know, I would like it. You know, a nice little warm fuzzy feeling, just, you know, clones. You know they won't because I, they... they... They're trying to hide the prequels. I did. I did part. say. I just know it won't be. You know, no. Even. Yeah. I mean, th- this is kind of related, but not really. Um, it's been officially confirmed that the Boba Fett yeah. movie is just dead. It's not happening. I'm assuming that's because the Han Solo movie flopped. Probably, but it's because also they're saying that they are a hundred percent focused on the Mandalorian, and sure. Yeah, it's sure. And I'm happy about that. I didn't care about a Boba Fett movie the same way I didn't care about a Han no. Solo movie. Even though the Han Solo movie didn't turn out being disastrous, I didn't care about it. Um, but the the Boba Fett film was that would have been really tough to do. That would have been oh, I'm happy. I'm happy that's well, not happening. It, it's like people like Boba Fett, but they shouldn't. They should... Like, how do you make a film out of a character that isn't a character? Yeah, the, the... it's like making a film out of um. Boss Nass. Like no one gives a fuck about Boss Nass. The point of Boba Fett. This is this is this is like the great plague of the sequel trilogy, and it's Phasma. Phasma. <laughs> they try to make Phasma what they think the fans want Boba Fett to be. Yeah. And it's that's wrong. It's conceptually wrong. Boba Fett was cool just because he was the guy that stood there, and only the few scenes didn't say much. And whatever he did, it was just oh, you're cool. 
you know, let's let's see more of that character. And then they thought, well, we can't, but we'll make one that's just like that person and we'll give her some stuff to do. And it was Phasma and it didn't work. It was just... it made Phasma interesting. They cast Gwendolyn Christie and she's great. And they even get they her to do, do anything. They even get her to promote the film and stuff and it's like yeah. the implication by having her promote the film is that she's gonna be there. They might have as well for the Force Awakens Daniel Craig promote it, you know? That essentially the screen time was the same. You know what? She should have been the leader of the First Order and not General Hux. Hux. Nah. That would have been way more interesting. She's a much better character than General Hux. Nah, you know what? I'm fine with it because I can see it this way. I can see if Hux is the Admiral Yularen, Kylo Ren is Anakin, and then Phasma can be the kind of Captain Rex of it. I think a triangle of the lead can work. You know, it's like it's like even we're going from you know the sequel to the prequel to Halo for a minute. You know, Palmer being the head of the Spartans. Phasma, can, she can be the head of the Stormtroopers in the army. I, I'm up for that. And then Hux can be just in charge of the First Order's kind of, you know, she, military she tactics. She should be a little bit point. more be- better at fighting than Finn. I mean, there's a really good deleted scene in The Last Jedi where, like, she ruthlessly kills two other Stormtroopers when uh, Finn mentions the fact that uh, she was the basically responsible for the destruction of Starkiller. And it's like, I don't want any of my soldiers to find out about that massive disgrace. And she kills them, you know, and it, yes, you should be a better fighter than Finn. Like, that's obvious. And the way, the way they killed her, I felt like the only thing I'm happy about is the fact that they can't vandalise that character any further. <laughs> so, I... I it's so weird that they cast Gwendolyn Christie and never showed her face, ever. They cast her because it was Gwendolyn Christie and name people yeah. know, you know, thing you know, you know, Neo, she's in Game of Thrones, let's let's give her a part in Star Wars! Yeah, the thing is, though, my parents who I watched the film with, The, the Force Awakens, they didn't even know that it was Gwendolyn Christie, so... If only she removed her helmet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, see if she came back in episode 9... I would be annoyed if they didn't do anything with her again. If she came back in episode 9, I wouldn't mind if they did something with her. I I feel like they probably will. I don't know how, but I feel like they probably will. Currently, I'm convinced that J.J. Abrams is just kind of, is going to basically kind of ignore everything that happened in episode 8. Like, Which will be equally as annoying, I, mean, I think. I'm going to love it. You can't... Look, for instance, I think he isn't going to obviously ignore it. if it happened in episode eight. It is canon. You cannot. You can't just con. You know, directly retcon it without explaining it. Saying you know, like I've got a feeling they are going to make Ray's parents someone, and then people will be like, "But that ignores the Last Jedi." No, it doesn't. That was never really confirmed in the Last Jedi. Kyle Ren said something, then Ray finished the sentence, and Kyle did not clarify it. You know, he just says, "Yeah, they were they were junk traders that sold you for money." Yes, and Kylo Ren is the height of, you know, trust. You can trust him, can't you? No, he could easily be lying, or he might be misinformed himself. I would be himself. annoyed if they retconned that, though, because I actually like that reveal. Yeah, and everybody's like, yeah, she doesn't have to have appearance that are empty. I'm fine with that as well. But then my problem goes into episode 7. Don't make a big deal about it. If if it is no one, just don't. nobody cared about, um, you know... Snow. Obi-Wan Kenobi's parents but that's because no. they were never mentioned it's fine if they're no one but then don't mention them if you're mentioned there's a point to it I don't think I think the, the that the reveal that her parents weren't anyone and that she was waiting for because the whole plan is that she's waiting for them to return and everyone's like they're not going to and if they were like people we care about our parents 
that it would be out of character to do no, that. No, I don't. I, I don't think they need to be someone who we already know about, but they just need to be something a little more than that. Like, see the point of like, oh, they are. They're never coming back. They left you, and they're that's that. They didn't care mm-hmm. about you. That's interesting. So I'm not totally behind the fact that they're not anyone. But I like in episode seven, she's like, I'm waiting for her parents to come back or whatever. That's fine. Mention that. But mention it in the first act and have it be done. She's still speaking about it by the end of Act 2. Well, that's because she wants to go home because she's like convinced herself. But by the end of that film, they're like, hey, they're not coming back. You know that, right? And But they still speak about it in Episode 8. Like, fine, have her accept it in Rowan by the end of Episode 7, honestly. And don't mention it in Episode 8. It's so annoying. That you're still bringing up this plotline, I think well, they everyone had to in... mention it because everyone in the planet was like, "Who are her parents? Are the... is it Obi Wan? Is no, it Anakin? Is it don't... is it blah 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 blah?" Oh, oh ah, no, you don't. You could have just. This is what I mean by I think what JJ is going to do. Luke Skywalker is dead. That is that's in the book, you know. And not, I say I don't mean literally book, you know. It's just it's, it's in canon. He is he's dead. He will be one with the living force. He'll be back as a force ghost. And I think J.J. Abrams is going to try and utilise Luke Skywalker a lot better as a ghost of how Ryan Johnson did when he was alive. I didn't agree with Luke Skywalker dying. Um, I, and We're getting into a debate here which we, the two of us have had before, which is no, I, I no, like The Last Jedi and Nathan does not like The Last Jedi. Yes, uh, this, this might come up again in the future. But I just, I honestly believe that J.J. Abrams, because it was so divisive, even if he likes it, he, he might very well like it, considering he's Disney's golden boy. Um, I think, but just purely because how div- divisive it was, he will just try to not mention it. It's just, that film happened. This film is going to be more of a sequel to episode 7. Where the hell are the Knights of Ren? You know, if they're nothing, don't mention them. Then yes, you could say, why did J.J. bring them up? That's kind of the the privilege of someone starting a trilogy. They're allowed to bring this sort of shit up. It's the obligation yeah, of the, the future is, filmmaker to then address the it. The problem is he, he put it all in there with a plan. You've heard about all this, right? Oh, yeah, no, I, How when Ryan Johnson was directing the film, he didn't have any idea what they had planned for any of this stuff. J.J. Abrams, like, Abrams did write episode 8 as a treatment, and then J.J. Abrams uh, and Ryan Johnson swiftly went, I'm going to do my own thing. That's the problem. That's not what I heard. No, that was it. J.J. Abrams had a treatment for 8, and he even had a rough outline for 9, but obviously he had no intention of doing 8 or 9. But it's just, you know, you need to communicate with the next director. But there was no, like, arc plan. Before you made episode 7, there should have been a, this is where the story starts, this is where it's going to go to, and this is how it's going to finish, like a triangle, like a beginning, middle, and an end. You think the same company who's producing Marvel would understand that? Yeah, oh, she, oh, good God, I know. Um, so I, I think that it, the sequel trilogy is troubled because there's good stuff in there that just isn't quite coming out. But, and I think that some of that is on J.J. Abrams for bringing up stuff. And I, again, I do honestly think that's his privilege to do that because he's the one starting it. It's the obligation of whoever makes eight, 8 and 9. I know we know J.J.'s making 9 now. So it's his own obligation. He's now obligated to finish what Ryan Johnson and himself started, you know? <sighs> Clone Wars is going to save us all. <laughs> yeah, but Clone Wars isn't like... It's not going to be a huge success. Like, regardless of... Like, it'll, all the Clone Wars fans will watch it, but 
none of the people who watch the films give a fuck about the Clone Wars series. It's like the Clone Wars, you mean like the shitty second film with the prequels? I know. I know, but... The Clone Wars is going to save us, Kyle. It's going to save me, anyway. I will I will be so happy, you know, and even with The Mandalorian, Dave Filoni is directing an episode, and so is Taika Waititi, who'd made my second favourite MCU movie. You know, it's, it's going to be so good, you know. I, I just wish they would take a break of Star Wars, and I know they won't, but... I hope after 9 they take a break in terms of what they do on the big screen. I don't want episode 10 coming out in, in 2025. If... I think... I don't think they'll do another trilogy directly after, but they'll definitely keep doing side movies. I don't think there's any, like, question about that. I don't know, man. I, I don't know. Or do you think, do you think Solo kind of spooked them? Solo, like, Solo... Oh, Un- oh, a Star Wars movie can fail. Solo undeniably, 100%, triple-dipple backflip spooked them. You know, that is... That, compared to what happened with Solo, they're going to sleep fine this Halloween. You know, they're <laughs> they're not going to be scared this, this you know, Halloween. They are they're they got their Halloween back when they saw nobody gave a fuck about Solo. <laughs> Despite the fact people told them we don't care about Solo back when The Force Awakens came out, they were like, nah, it's fine. It's Star Wars. You'll go see it, right? And mm-hmm. subsequently... No, no one went and saw it. And well, it's it's like Force Awakens, massive success. Rogue One, pretty big success. The Last Jedi, people didn't like it or it was divisive, but it still made a fuckload of money. You know what's weird? I like Rogue One. I think it's maybe my second favorite of the new Star Wars films being made. But I always forget that it exists. When I think Star Wars, I think in terms of new Star Wars, I think it's The Force Awakens, film. The Last Jedi, Solo. Though when I watch I, it, I have great fun watching it. I don't. I'm not a big fan of Rogue One. I I, 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 I gag on all the fan service. It's a little bit extreme. No, you know the fan service is incredibly extreme. You know, you just watch yourself. You know, it's like, oh, you're gonna be in Tatooine in the one week time and meet Obi Wan Kenobi. You know, frothing in the milk. Frothing in the mouth on blue milk—it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's. Yeah, no, I I get what people. Any criticism of Rogue One, I cannot say you are wrong. Like everything is very justified, and I don't even like it. But the things that they did do well in the film, I enjoyed to such a level that really helped the film for me. I could personally re-edit the film myself and probably come up with a better cut. But just cut out that dumb scene where they meet the you'll be dead guy. It cut out the the you'll be dead. Honestly, cut out the weird mind reading force squid. I'd be fine with that as well. Cut out all of Forrest Whitaker. Like, really, why is he in the film? Uh, so the other than as a Clone Wars reference, I guess the treacherous pilot could get the plans to the rebels. Yeah, but why is the treacherous pilot in the film? Like, so that he could get the plans to the rebels. But why don't they just have the dad give the plans? Like, I don't understand. Because he's been kidnapped. But he sent a message. Like, he got a message out. Why didn't he send the, the stuff with the message? The message that he got sent out was the thing that they gave to the pilot. They didn't send it over Wi-Fi. It was a data chip. <sighs> you know, why is the blind guy in the film? Why, why are blind guy and muscle guy even the, in the film? The blind guy would have been cool if they made him a Jedi. They, they show in like their 
their angle for the film was no lightsabers in this film. That then, last minute, decided, no, we're going to have that awesome scene with Darth Vader. So they contradicted themselves in the end anyway. And they've admitted that that scene was put in at the end. And throughout the process of making the film, they wanted this to be a no Star Wars lightsaber film. No, no Jedi, no Sith. And at the end, they thought, fuck it, let's do Jedi and Sith. So the fact that we're going to contradict themselves anyway means I think they could have just made the blind guy a Jedi. Give him, give, make him, keep him blind, keep the character the same, but instead of the staff, make it a lightsaber, and I think, you know, that would have made them a lot more interesting of a character. Um, the muscle guy, yeah, I sure guess is as good as mine. But even the blind guy, like, even if he was a Jedi, so what? He has nothing to do in the film. He's just there. Yes, giving him a lightsaber would have made it more visually interesting, a martial arts expert. It would have made expert. it more visually interesting, but then it would just amount to more fan service. Nah, nah, I don't, I don't think in Star Wars... This is, this is kind of what we get round to with it being a small universe. I don't automatically think lightsaber means fan service. I think lightsaber means that's a their weapons that are a big part of that universe. That's like every time you watch, you know, a movie with guns on TV or in the theater, it's like, oh, that's the the M sixteen. That's fan service to fans of the M sixteen. Nah, I I don't buy it. I lightsabers are a big part of that universe. I think and. I think that just having a character with a lightsaber doesn't mean fan service, but I do think it makes it more interesting because whether we like it or not, a lightsaber is a very interesting piece of fictional equipment. You know, maybe I'm not sick of Star Wars. I'm just sick of the current Star Wars aesthetic. I, I would agree with that. Like, if you're going to make another trilogy, just make it Old Republic. Or, like, go, like, a thousand years in the past. Just make it something different. If you're going to do that, though, do not call it Episode something. Just call it, you know, no. the Old Republic trilogy. See if you're going to call it Star Wars Episode 0.1. Fuck you. <laughs> you know. No. Just show us something new. You know what? See, see when I said that I don't want a new trilogy right after Episode 9? I would be open to a trilogy if it was a separate thing, like something like an Old Republic or another. But see, the... When I say trilogy, I'm referring to episodic trilogy. I don't yeah, want yeah, like a direct sequel. You don't want to see Ray's kid become a Jedi and <laughs> destroy the Sith. Have <laughs> episode ten come out in 2029? Have Daisy Ridley go off build a career, make a name for herself. You know, have her be a name to get excited for. It. Then she can be like not exactly like Luke Skywalker. She'd obviously still be a lot younger, but she can be a more experienced Jedi. They can help them. By, um, you know, by the- like, I just don't care. Like, if they're just gonna do like Rebels versus Empire, no, yeah, again, right, yeah, right. Uh, I this don't is, care. This is what you're talking about band of Rebels versus the big guy, yeah. yeah. Talk about being fed up of that. We've one trilogy that doesn't do that, and it's the one people consider to be the worst trilogy, and which is why they didn't do it again. But once they did the Force Awakens, and I kind of blame the Force Awakens retroactively, it's like. Well, we're stuck with this plot story again of Rebels versus Empire. I think that was a business move, though. Like, the whole point. It was, it was. I know, and that's why The Force Awakens, the whole point was like, capture the magic of Star Wars. Yeah. But once you've done that, yeah, had... then you realise, oh, we're stuck doing the same thing again. Yeah, it has a, cul- a cumulative problem. Like, it's in 2015 yeah. and early 2016, it's the best thing ever. Like, oh my god, Star Wars isn't broken. And then yeah. you get to like the second film, and you're like, "Wait, can Wait, we? I don't want to. I don't. I don't want to do it. I want to do the other thing. No, we can't do the. Oh shit! You know, it, I, I, which I, is what Ryan Johnson was trying to do. I think was like, okay, yeah, 
I don't want to do the same film again, but it just didn't work properly because he still did the same film again. Yeah. I, I, because you like episode eight, I don't want to hit too hard on episode eight. But I like I easily just can shout okay, at it for forty five minutes. I don't think it's the I don't think it's a perfect film. I just enjoyed it. I enjoyed the ideas it brought up. I th- I would have done it differently. Like I would have actually had Kylo Ren and Ray team up at the end. Yes, I would have done that. I wouldn't but... have minded them being like a dark side duo at the end. I'd... Or not even a dark side duo, like a great Jedi duo of like who gives a fuck about light and dark. That yeah, that, that would have been so interesting. Oh, I still think the killing Snoke was such a stupid thing. Like, not even. No, not, I, not, I'm fine with not, killing not Snoke. Nec- I don't care about fa- Snoke. I take that back. Not necessarily killing Snoke. How they killed Snoke. The way it was shot. It was kind of dumb. It's yeah, like, like he turns his lightsaber on his true enemy, and then they they show you the lightsaber turn to Snoke, and it's like. That where's the shock and twist, and then he dies, and the music goes dun dun dun. Then you're like, oh, it's so shocked. You didn't just show me the lightsaber turning. You know, it's like it would have been more shocking considering how shit of a job you did setting up if he then actually did stab Ray, <laughs> because they made it so obvious that it was gonna be Snoke. Oh, All oh. you'd have to do to fix that scene is cut out the scene of showing the lightsaber turn. Yeah, that would have done a lot to it. Yeah, you're right. Touch, cut all footage of the like. Also, this is totally a fanboy uh, request, but give Lucas Green lightsaber the fight on crate. I didn't. Well, it was to show that it was a hologram. Yeah, yes. but I don't know why they they, it... they kind of did that with like the fact that Kylo Ren was pure making like red marks all over the ground and Luke wasn't, and mm-hmm. it would have been more kind of the fa- when he disappears. That's evidence that it's a hologram, right? Yeah, it's, uh, it, it would have made more sense if he showed up and it was just the same look we've seen, like old and raggedy with the green lightsaber. I didn't, I didn't mind him looking like he'd gotten a makeover. I that didn't bother me at all. I suppose, you know what? It, it occurred to me the other day, like, who says he's actually dead? Look, um, maybe he just Mar- sorry, uh, Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill said it, but Mark Hamill doesn't know. Yeah, but Mark Hamill's kind of like an authority, and then when Ryan Johnson kind of said, no, we're not doing what you thought Luke Skywalker was going to do, and he was like, I fundamentally disagree with everything that Ryan Johnson has done with this character, and then blew up, and then he had to retract it, but not really because he believed in the retraction, but because his boss told him to. And it, Yeah, but it's a, it, people put a lot of evidence. He's not a writer. Yeah, like, but... Yeah. I actually like what they did with Luke Skywalker. What they said was that the reason he died was because he was like a junkie. And I don't mean that in a comical way. It was supposed to be like he had gone cold turkey from the Force for such a long time. And then all at once he took a really heavy dose of the Force. And like he Force projected himself to Crate. And it was so much Force that it killed him. Because he'd been off of it for so long. Maybe if he hadn't given up on the Force cold turkey for 20 years... He would have been able to do this like it was no problem at all, but his body just freaked out. It couldn't handle it, which I, I that kind of makes sense to me. Like, it kind of makes sense. Like I, I don't fundamentally disagree with the character dying. I fundamentally disagree with what they how how they kind of the reasoning behind it, like why he was gave up in the force and everything. I, nah. See, I I I liked all the stuff with Skywalker in the film. I thought he was the most interesting character in the film. 
I thought I would agree Skywalker he's the most in the last in, Jedi. I, I agree was he, more interesting than he was in the original trilogy. I agree he's, he's the most interesting character in the film, but then again, I do not like the film, so it does say a lot about the film. Uh, Actually, Kylo Ren's no, pretty interesting too. You, you know what? Fuck it. Yoda was the most interesting character in the last Jedi. So, Scottishness. Um, yes. Yeah, so I should say to some listeners, I, for a period of time, was a mod in a Star Wars group page, a fairly well-trafficked one, and a very good fan page. Everyone, the admins and all that on that group, do a very good job at policing, and you know, everyone has a good time. And I kind of forgot to advertise this podcast to them. It just slipped my mind, you know, no justification for it. I just kind of forgot about it. And they found it themselves and they listened to it and they were kind of speaking to me a little bit while listening to it. And they were like, that's what you guys sound like? And I'm like, yeah. And I I kind of thought they were going to speak about you, Kyle, you know, because everyone else had. Um, Yeah, of course. And they they were speaking, they said, the fact that I can understand you both shows that you're not doing Scottish good. (laughs) What? Um, I was, I was compared to, what, not compared to, apparently one of the people who listened imagined that I would sound more like Prince Harry. What? Yeah. Yeah, what, you know. Um, I think it's just a bit of type quite formally, usually. And, you know, we don't sound quite... We don't sound like we're in any Mike Myers film ever made. We don't sound like Fat Bastard. We don't. We sound like real Scottish people and not cartoon Scottish people. Yeah, but we don't sound like we're getting ready to fight! <laughs> we don't sound like Shrek. We don't sound like Shrek, because I am an ogre! Well, I kind of expect that my accent is a lot less harsh just because I've lived in Canada for a while. I still maintain that I do not think you've sounded differently in terms of accent-wise since you left. You sound older, but I don't think you sound any less Scottish than when you left. <laughs> do I sound older? You, you want to stick with that? <laughs> yeah, I think you sound older. <laughs> Are you sure? Yes, because when I was having some feedbacks from, from from some friends and they were speaking about how you sound and I then were like, I started looking through some old pictures of me and you and I was like I, I remember, you know, this party or what and or like a first day of high school and I remember memories and conversations and I do remember how you sounded back then and you did sound, we both did we, but my memory well, of you even is you higher sounded. pitch I don't know if higher pitch... Was, was, I, was I breaking glass? <laughs> you were like uh, the fat lady in The Prisoner of Azkaban when she just <laughs> smashes the glass off the wall and she's like, amazing, just like my voice. <laughs> but, no, so I, I, you do sound older, but at the same time, I don't think you sound any more Canadian. But so we both sounded Scottish. It was the people who listened to us were able to make us... The you we sounded like Scottish, they were just surprised that they could understand us. They... There is this well, stereotype. Like we're from posh Glasgow. I said like, we're, we're from. Not... I said we're from the central belt of Scotland. We're not like from the Highlands. Yeah. We've never wore kilts in our life. Well, you've wore a kilt. I've worn a kilt. You've worn a kilt. Sorry, I'm. I'm not proper Scots. No, you don't even eat haggis. I'm kind of. I've had a, I've had a haggis supper from the chippy. 
oh, things have changed. It was, it was, it was okay, really. I mean, it wasn't my order. I I stole someone of someone else's order. Um, I had my own order. And I miss haggis. We only get to eat it every so often because they don't sell. Don't it you here. get fake haggis? What do you mean fake haggis? Like I know this is true in uh, the US, but isn't it like you have to have like fake haggis? Like there's something like an old law that was never updated, and it was like Scottish haggis is cooked in such a way that like the health board don't agree with it or something, so they ban imports of real haggis. You need to get some weird like it is haggis, but it's also partially synthetic. No, we when last time we came over for Christmas, we brought back some tins of haggis, and we had a fun a fun interaction with the uh, the security guy. It's like it's, it says here on your on your notes that you're bringing over some meat products. It's like yes, we're bringing haggis. What's haggis? What's haggis? Yeah, what's haggis? What's it? What meat? What type of meat is it? It's Dunkin' Eggs. Uh... Haggis, maybe. Yeah. What yeah? What type of meat is haggis though? It's meat. It's like, it's like exactly. You know, like when they asked that question, it was like, um, it's like it's. it's... You want? You should just pretend that it was an animal. Um, like it's uh, it's boiled in sheep's stomach and it's like innards and it's well, it's more similar to so, lamb. So he tried googling it and it didn't. But you didn't spell it right, and then it's like you know I'll just go through. <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay. Well, Kel, you're the one to go to for drug imports. It's like we have so much be- bigger concerns than a couple tins of, of Scottish meat. It could have been. Could, it. You could have opened that. It would have just been pure cocaine. <laughs> Fucking hell, man. So if we need to get through community security, just say that it's haggis, I guess. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's haggis. It's like, oh, okay, sir. Okay, whatever haggis is. I hope the haggises aren't becoming extinct. Oh, don't, don't worry. Don't worry. I think, I think they're fine. It's weird to hear you say that they were confused that they could understand this. Because when you brought this topic up to me, I, I just assumed that people would, would say, oh, I can't understand you because you're Scottish. Well... No, I, I, I should say the people who I do talk with from the US, most of them all are part of this Star Wars management page, and they none of them are, none of them are you know intellectual delinquents. They're all fairly smart people. You know, maybe the average person may not be able to hear us, but these people are all fairly affluent. You know, they all can understand us. Maybe maybe because we're not overly heavily thick in the accent, but it could also potentially I mean, just be because they are not idiots. It's also like the Glasgow accent where we're from is probably the most commonly heard Scottish accent. I is it? most of well, is you know, like David Tennant. He's from Glasgow. He's from Paisley. Huh? Is he? Yeah. That's, that's in Glasgow. It's close enough. It's the same accent. <laughs> close enough. enough. Close enough. Okay. Yeah, we'll go with that. Like the the that that area where we're from is like where most of the actors come from yeah usually. we've got the Royal Conservatoire and everything uh, yeah nah yeah okay I guess so also if you want to kind of I always think of it like a like a weird progression map in a video game or like a candy crush where you've got a dot to dot and like a weird map to break into the US typically you need to first break into like the south of England but to break mm-hmm. into the south of England if you're from Scotland you also need to go to Glasgow first so I feel <laughs> like most people kind of get 
you know, you, you get broken in, you need to go through Glasgow to go to London, then you go to London, then you kind of shoot over to America. You know, so it, if you've come from anywhere else in Scotland that isn't Glasgow, you are kind of you are going to pick up the kind of Glasgow kind of thing. Yeah. So that may be why we're easier to understand than expected, I guess. Potentially. Also, if they've ever watched, you know, Doctor Who and they're fans of Amy Pond. Yep, Amy Pond, Doctor Who. Yeah. Scottish! Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Nobody says eight. Yeah. Ever watched? Ever watched Indiana Jones, the third film? You got Sean Connery oh, in Sean there. Sean Connery. The book fell on my head. I can only blame myself. <laughs> Don't hear that joke every two weeks. Still from a Scottish person, I may add. I don't even understand what. A book fell on my head. I can only blame myself. Oh, it's the Sean Connery. I get it. Okay. Ah, ha, 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 ha. Much funny. Much, much fun. So, uh, oh, I do love sorry, sorry for being Scottish. You're welcome for being Scottish. I did consider this when we were first talking about the podcast of whether we should play into the fact that we're Scottish or not. And I think we both, without actually saying it, decided not to bother. Yeah. I, because we didn't. We, we never really addressed it. We're just, yeah. I live in Scotland, Kyle is from Scotland but lives in Canada and you know, that that's kind of it we, our accents are our accents and yes, sometimes when we're, when we really get into something or, prop, you know, the King's English kind of fades and more kind of, you know the fast typing kind of versions of the language will come out where we stop we, you know, we don't say I am, we just am, you know Mm-hmm. It's I am, I am, I am, you know stuff like that. But I should note, listeners, um, for you know I've heard some a couple of people here they are interested about thoughts on you know Doctor Who so far, and I we did explain. I'm sure I'm sure we did. Um, we aren't doing like a a week on week review. We're doing um we did one we did the season premiere, and then we'll do a season wrap up. And yeah. do not do not worry. I can't I can't speak for Kyle. I'm watching it every Sunday. Uh, I've been trying to watch it. It's just it's difficult. We've had guests around. I don't always have access to the TV. It's not, just, you know. you're, you're, you're currently fine. Until we get to the end of the season, you're fine. We're three episodes in. It's a ten-episode season. Um, I have I have many thoughts so far, listener. I kind of speak about it on my Twitter. Hashtag Twitter pimp. Um, you, can, you can catch me there for any thoughts on week on week experiences but mainly we will do an episode at the end i also did forget when i i was um i was pimping out the first episode i forgot to also pimp out the bonus doctor episode so along with this episode i will be pimping out the bonus episode for season episode one of doctor who so i just forgot to do it all together so there's a reason that maybe less people have seen it so much content from us you're welcome you're welcome laddie 